and welcome to yet another episode of Historical and Mysterious. I'm Ian. And I'm Jay. And how was your week this week, Jay? Uh, my week was good. I got my tax returns back. Nice. How much? It, it was like around like 600. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, you are a single guy. So right, exactly. A young single guy. So, so I'll take go. it. I'll take it. I yeah. paid off some debt. Hey, I mean, it's better than owing money. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I paid off some debt. Now I'm, uh, yeah. Nice. 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 How was your week? Uh, good. Still haven't done my taxes, but I have till April, so yes. don't worry about you it. All the time Quit the worrying, world. Jay. I mean, Ugh. after everyone heard last podcast about how you didn't do taxes, I would assume a little bit of pep in your step, right? Like I said, oh. I have till April. <laughs> now, uh, my week was uh, my week was good. Valentine's Day. Yes. Happy belated Valentine's Day to everybody. Everyone. Um, it's... I had to work, you know, like uh, most yeah. adults, because it was a Wednesday, yeah. and <laughs> I served lunch at the retirement community, and lunch was the big Valentine's meal where family members got to come visit and see their loved ones set up, and it was different kinds of linens and placemats oh, and different stuff and music played, and we had like a carol, not carolers, but like like singers, a group of singers, yeah, no shit, sing, really, yeah, certain like fifties romance songs and stuff. Oh, damn. Old. Yeah, and, I'm surprised they didn't do a CD. Yeah, and then they were also, there were so many people, it was hectic. Uh, we had two different meals that you can choose from, both Italian. Mm. Mwah. 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 I'm Italian I'm doing that, We're both doing that hand thing that Italians do when they, mwah. Mm. I feel Italian right. now. Yeah, they make your hand look like an onion. With a right. backward hand wave. A backward hand wave. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Eventually, the head administration ladies decided they were going to start passing out glasses of white wine to the oh, residents. Oh, turn up. My initial thought was, oh, no, we can't be letting these childlike people be drinking. Oh, absolutely That's, we oh should. Oh, my God. We can't, they're going to get so belligerent when I tell them <laughs> we run out of something. Like, I can't. And then this other re- this particular resident who is uh, male. Okay. Tall. Uh, elderly, obviously, <laughs> but still uh, functioning in, in most ways. Okay. And very physically capable. You know, he's asking for a second, third glass of wine. I'm like, ooh, buddy. <laughs> all right. And, you know, and, and I don't oh, imagine damn. they're all drinking in this retirement community all day, every day. No, no. Their tolerance is down. Yeah. And I'm just like, ooh. And some of them got a little lippy. They oh, did. really? A like mouthy. What, what are some with things us. they say? Uh, well, some of it was just like anger stuff, like oh, you don't doing more alcohol, <laughs> and then some of it was like like okay, so there's this one resident female, and they they sometimes they get kind of flirty with you. Well, not just with me, but with like everyone. with the servers, because you know we're young. A lot of us are like high school and college kids, yeah. and you know, I mean, when you're younger, you're, I mean, just eligible. You can. You could do the sex. You're more attractive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to be ageist, but it's just fucking true. Now. <laughs> yeah, some of the ladies got a little flirty. Yeah. And that's what happened. So, oh, wow. Uh, they want some action. But. Some young dick. Sorry. Ooh, no. Wow. <laughs> okay. I think we need to end the show now. Oh, that's it? That was wow. the joke that ended it? Really? And that was that's the one? Mysterious. <laughs> Mystery being why Jay would say something like that. <laughs> now, I don't think it got too bad it was it ended up being stressful but fun kind of yeah and it, they all enjoyed themselves so it was fine but i don't think we could move on with the show until we talk about yet another mass shooting that made 
major news networks all over the country. Yeah, another one. Occurring in uh, Florida? Florida. Florida, yeah. And, yeah, and I, I learned my lesson with the last major shooting in Vegas not to post anything on Facebook about uh, gun, gun reform or gun control. Because while I am able to hold my own with those debates, I just don't feel like I don't... It's and just it's a brick pointless. Wall. You're not going to change their mind, yeah. especially not over fucking Facebook, it's a, Yeah, It's not going to happen. I don't think I've ever seen a Facebook like comment section that someone was like, oh, wow, oh, you're, you're right. right. I didn't think about it like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. No, yeah, I, of course. You know. Yeah. And... I mean, you will get small concessions from the less assholey ones, but in general, you will not get. You, you're not gonna. It's not a teachable moment. No, you think it is, and it's not. Abs- no, it will never. Ugh. And I got a, I got a Facebook message from my mother this morning talking about how she basically did something similar uh, about a comment, you know, with really? this recent shooting, and I'm like, Mom, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no, because you get yourself very like fired up because it's it's something that you're just like, why aren't they? Come on, like you're putting up all these facts. You can literally quote like uh, websites. You can put the like uh, you can. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, mm. You can just basically copy paste where you got your sources from. Oh yeah, on Facebook, no, and yeah, you make definitely. this cohesive argument. And at the end of the day, they can just claim fake news or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what yeah. a world we live in, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> that we could just discredit things that we don't believe in no matter how much we put in front of their face or or giving credit to things that we do believe in that we shouldn't like you know the great effect in a great effectiveness of thoughts and prayers yeah somehow they still do that yeah and they think that's not yeah how many times do you have to pray jesus christ yeah and (laughs) by the way if thoughts i'm sorry guys this is my this is our show so i'm gonna say what the fuck i want and you don't have to listen sorry but I think that if prayer thoughts and prayers did work, and as many that have been thought and prayed since the, even the most recent shootings, wouldn't they have worked? Yeah. Nothing. 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 So clearly, that's not an option, and we, we should, need to stop relying on superstition to solve our fucking problems. We should go another route. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's 2018. We need gun reform. Sorry, yeah. rednecks. <laughs> No, Sorry, absolutely. Bible thumpers. Sorry, Neanderthals. We gotta do something we need different. Fucking gun reform, and yep. that's the way it fucking is. Yeah, and you refuse to believe it because you're ignorant and uneducated. Anyway, so yeah, uh, on to <laughs> the show. <laughs> if we haven't gotten hate mail yet, but I think that'll be the uh, that. I mean, if we don't get hate mail after this episode, damn. You know what? I look forward to <laughs> right. It Hit us up. Um, but. I go first this week because I am history, and for you and for anybody that listened to last week's episode, my subject as the mystery was the um, death and murder, the mysterious murder, of uh, a young woman named Mary Rogers, otherwise known as the beautiful cigar girl, as I stated last week, and she was a teenager, very young, named Mary Rogers in the 1800s. Well, my history this week is also about a young woman in the 1800s, also named Mary Rogers. Oh, damn. But this woman, instead of being murdered, was a murderer. Plot twist. I mean, oh, shit. how could I not we, do these oh, two absolutely. women in a row? Come on. <laughs> Especially when one's circle. a history and one's a mystery. Yes. So it's like, it falls perfectly in It's a pattern. Place. Oh, absolutely. All right. So, on to my mystery. Opening my binder. Opening. Boom. So, Mary Rogers' murderer. Uh, Early life. Mary Mabel Bennett Rogers, well, she was born Mary Mabel Rogers, 
or no, Mary Mabel Bennett. Rogers oh, was her Mary name. Okay. Fuck. How many times did I have to repeat this? <laughs> Mary Mabel Bennett was born on March 9th, 1883. She grew up in the Hoosick Falls. She grew up in Hoosick Falls, New York. Childhood friends described her as impulsive, emotional, nervous, and excitable as a young girl. It's a lot of emotions, Jesus. Yes. <sighs> um she easily stood out due to tying ribbons to her hair and her dress, uh, and she was frequently teased by all her classmates and was commonly nicknamed the Mope. However, Mary seemed to revel in provoking her peers and relished in her wild and unpredictable image. Oh, so she, she liked it. She owned yeah, it. Yeah, she enjoyed being a shit starter. She was like, this is me. Yeah. like, hey, you know, I'm here I'm going to stir the pot. Uh, her home life was very violent and unpleasant, though, unfortunately, uh, where both... Um, Mary's parents, Charles and Joanna Bennett, uh, were both abusive alcoholics, with her father uh, making several failed attempts to kill Mary. The first attempt was shortly after Mary was born when he tried to smother her. When she grew a little older, he nearly succeeded in poisoning her with laudanum. How did he not succeed killing, like, smothering, like, did he just stop? I guess Joanna stopped him or something. Yeah, okay. Or or he was, I don't know. He's drunk. He's drunk. Yeah. Um, marriage. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of, uh, what the fuck is that movie? Uh, oh, The Princess Bride. Marriage. Marriage <laughs> is what brings us together today. Feels and like then the king's like, it. skip the end. Man <laughs> and wife. Say man and wife. Man and wife. All right, sorry. <laughs> now, her marriage. <laughs> Either despite or because of all of uh, Mary's peculiarities and behavior, she managed to snag a suitor by the name of Marcus Rogers. Oh. Yeah. First victim? Uh, a Hissook Falls farm laborer who was 10 years her senior. And in 1898, when Mary was 15 years old, she and Marcus wed and then moved to Shatsbury, Vermont shortly after. Okay. So, I mean, this is the 1800s. Yeah. So the fact that he's 25 and she's 15 is like, no, never mind. Yeah. Anybody. It's, yeah, the culture. Uh, in 1901, the couple had a baby, but the child did not survive very long. Oh. Uh, when the baby was six months old, Mary ran to a neighbor's home crying that she had dropped the baby, who would eventually die of a fractured skull. Although no serious questions were directed toward Mary and she was not charged with anything, her husband's family was convinced that she intentionally killed the child in cold blood. Damn. These suspicions would be heightened when her husband Marcus took violently ill after drinking some tea that Mary had prepared for him. Not long after this incident, Mary moved out of their house, but Marcus hoped they would reconcile. She poisoned him, leaved, and he's like, I still want you? I still, I still, I love you. Fuck! She must have an effect on people. Jesus. And that's, by the end of this, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, god damn, like, how attractive were you? What kind of psycho mind games? You must have been charismatic and just, like, all the, like, smooth as fuck. Jeez. Like, like, Hitler and a hottie combined. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The plot. Oh. Uh, not even a year after their separation, Marcus was hard up for money, and so he moved back to Hussick Falls uh, to live on his brother's farm as a laborer. Mary refused to go with him despite his pleading and instead moved to Bennington, Vermont. 
Not long after this, though, Mary began very publicly dating and sleeping with several men. She don't care. She can oh, she don't go fuck. Yeah, she can do her own thing. Page turn. <laughs> uh, the first of these men was a man named Morris Knapp. That's spelled K-N-A-P-P. Ah. A young man who worked as a laborer, lived in a boarding house, and came from a well-established local family. Mary decided that she needed to, quote, improve her situation... And as a result, talk of marriage ensued, and soon after, the plotting began. Oh, she mm-hmm. wanted his money or something. Uh, Mary seduced and engaged in sexual relations with two brothers who lived in the same boarding house as Nap. Same K. She fucked brothers. Yes. Uh, the same K N A P Nap. These brothers were Levi and Leon Perham. And when she first approached Levi with $500 to kill her husband, he initially agreed, but he was intoxicated at the time at, at, at the time of the deal and later backed out. Okay. Levi said nothing immediately afterwards to the police or anyone else due to his solid belief that it was all just, quote, idle talk. Oh, just joking. Oh, Casual yeah, no, talk. I'm just kidding. But, like, Don't worry just, just kill my husband. I'm it's just fine. Oh, I hate him, right? <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if you God, killed him? I just wish he would die. <laughs> um... Mary then went to Levi's younger brother, who was still a teen himself, and proposed the idea to him whilst they laid in bed in early August of 1902. Leon agreed to do this, even after Mary made it abundantly clear that the entire point of her disposing of her husband was to enable her to marry Knapp. Oh. So even even after agreeing and understanding that it wasn't for him, yeah. and it was for another his, man, his brother he still agreed to do it. Yeah. Wow. No, not his brother, Marcus. It was another. Okay, got it. No, it wasn't even for his brother. It was Fuck. for Marcus Knapp, the first guy. Yeah. Okay. The crime. Mary Rogers definitely played on Marcus's continued infatuation with her and invited him to come to Bennington, which he did. When he arrived, however. He was met by Mary and Leon, which he didn't seem to question. No, guess not. (laughs) Uh, And that evening, uh, all throughout, you know, at the, while they were out, Mary pretended, you know, that she was just so happy to see him and, you know, very, very much brought up the ideas vehemently about reconciliation. Yeah. You know, she was really hooked on I want you back, baby. Oh, baby. (laughs) All right. Uh, She took him to some picnic grounds on the, uh, uh, Walloomsuck River on August 9th uh, or 12th. I had two sources that gave me two different okay. dates. So August 9th or 12th of 1902. Uh, and at some point during this picnic, page turn, uh, Mary offered to show her husband a rope trick she had learned from a friend. She first tied Leon's hands several times. Each time he easily broke free from the restraints, which with Mary pretending to be disappointed when he did so. Oh, a hustler. Mary then challenged her husband to try it. She tied his wrists a few times with him also easily breaking free. Then, Mary pretended to convince Leon to try the trick himself on her husband. When he bound Marcus's wrists behind his back, he could not break free this time. Leon then proceeded to hold Marcus down while Mary retrieved a vial containing chloroform from her purse and forced her husband to inhale it for 20 minutes until he stopped struggling. Oh! Afterwards, she went through his pockets and removed his life insurance and payment book, and then she and Leon rolled Marcus's unconscious body into the river where he drowned. God. 
Then, Mary tacked Marcus's hat along with a false suicide note to a tree by the river and left with Leon. Sneaky bitch. Yeah, right? Jesus. Oh my god. It, this this Mary Rogers She's conniving. is way worse than last week's yeah, Mary Rogers. Yeah, the other one just the one, like was young and like to flirt and have like friends and everything. And this one's like, I'm just gonna kill everyone. I'm just gonna all kill my lovers. Them. I'm gonna kill all of them. Yeah, fuck fuck them. it all. Fuck men. <laughs> Investigation and trial. Almost immediately after the body was discovered, Mary became a suspect, and this idea that it was a suicide was rapidly thrown out. <laughs> Mary's, Mary's image was further tarnished by her uh, relentless pursuit of her former husband's insurance funds, as well as conflicting stories about what had actually happened between her and Marcus. So She it's, made it obvious as fuck. She's so like, it's like... How about that life insurance she money? She planned everything up into the murder. Perfectly. And then everything afterwards, fuck it. She's we're like, free after that. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to create retro create a story. <laughs> fuck it. We're just going to play it by ear. It's Dumb fine. Bitch. We're just going to act. It's fine. Okay. <clears throat> At an inquest, Levi revealed the details of Mary's attempt to get him to kill her husband. Then mm. Leon cracked. Oh, I like that turn page. Thank you. <laughs> That turn page? That turn page. Uh, he told the whole story and made a full confession. He received no deal in exchange for the information, but prosecutors decided that due to his youth and being slow-witted and under the influence of Mary, that they would only seek life imprisonment. Lucky. Oh, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, the charge on Mary's head, however, was cold-blooded, calculated murder. Yeah. At her trial in 1904, she was portrayed very heavily as a shameless harlot and an unwomanly monster. The jury did not take long in convicting her, to absolutely no one's surprise, and she was sentenced to death by hanging. Oh, pretty quick, I assume. Okay. Well, commutation of um, commutation efforts gotcha. to commute the sentence. Yeah. Now. While her conviction was no great shock, her sentence of execution was mainly oh. because she was a woman. Oh, I see. So it was like, and a, it's the eight. It's early. They're not used to yeah, seeing that. Not used to that. Yeah. Uh, at that point, you know, this this is uh, related to a time. You know, it wasn't long before this that like, well, women don't have the capacity to murder. murder. They're women. Yeah. They're nurturers. Oh yeah. They can't do. They you know, can't do Women such were a thing. still so vastly different from men in every way that that it's just so inconceivable. Oh yeah. That you someone know. would murder. You know, that was the idea back then. At that point, only one other woman had been hanged in the state of Vermont, and no one had actually been executed for the past 13 years up to that point. Damn. Uh, with all the death sentences being commuted by legislation, or by legislature, usually down to life imprisonment. But the legislature voted not to commute her sentence, yeah. which further stunned people, and Mary was only 19. She was 19? She was only 19. She did all this shit, and she was 19? Yeah, she, she had a baby, and she, like, basically... Murdered her baby, murdered, baby, murdered, murdered her the husband, baby, and then murdered the husband. all these guys, literally. 19, fuck. All right. And she's 19, yeah. The legislator, face right the, now. Yeah. You're shocked. Yeah, the legislator probably saw that, and he's like, fuck this lady. We're hanging you, no, her. You're, We're hanging this bitch. Your face right now is saying, I thought the world was shitty now. No, the world was always shitty. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> The governor delayed the sentence twice so appeals could be heard, and by 1905, public support for Mary's sentence to be commuted grew. This support mainly stemmed from the idea that due to Mary's history of abuse and odd behavior, she, that she was mentally incompetent. 
and the thought of executing a young, unstable woman was revolting to many people. Well, clearly she was competent enough to, to play on these murders to like, and manipulate guys. Yeah, 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 guys. plan the murder and seduce these yes. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, she's oh, oh, this gets further. Don't you oh, worry. God. There's another page turn. There you go. Page turn. Prison behavior. Oh, God. She's murdered people oh, in prison. Oh, she's still at she? it. Don't you worry. <laughs> Meanwhile, whilst all this was going down... Mary managed to display outrageous behavior even behind the walls of Windsor Prison, where she was held. Eventually, it was discovered that she was having sex in prison in hopes of getting pregnant so as to forestall her execution. Possibly indefinitely. Wait, so with the guards? Well, I'm getting there. So, the legislature conducted an inquiry into this, which concluded that the prison matron had allowed her to have sex with at least one prisoner, a convicted rapist, as well as a married prison guard. Fuck. The matron would later explain how Mary, quote, had her under a spell, unquote. How? I, the same spell yeah. that she put everybody She's else under. She's dressed in orange, like, hey, bud, hey, stud, I killed my husband, but uh, let's, let's fuck. Like, hey, matron, let's scissor and do what I want. Oh. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, in, uh, in November of 1905, the U.S. Supreme Court, so this went pretty high, uh, denied Mary's final request for a new trial, and her execution was set for December 8th. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Bye, bitch. Yeah. Uh, Governor Charles Bell met with Mary's attorneys the morning of the execution, but declined to intervene, stating, quote, I know of no law that is, a, that is not as much for a woman as for a man, unquote. Which, given the context of the situation, I would agree. Yeah. But as a general statement, I'd be like, no, sir. No, sir. (laughs) No. Mm. But in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Execution. When the time came for Mary's execution, she would cause one last uh, scrutinous examination of capital punishment due to the execution getting botched. Oh. Uh, The rope either stretched or was too long. Because it, when she dropped, her feet barely hit the ground below the gallows. Oh her my! Feet did hit the ground God. below the gallows. Uh, there are differing accounts uh, of Mary's gruesome end. The sheriff's office would state that her feet only lightly touched the ground, and she bounced right back up. Oh! But other witnesses said that deputy sheriffs had to haul page turn had to haul the rope to raise Mary back up to strangle her. Uh, yeah. Like, to, yeah. to string, because as a result, her neck didn't break because exactly. she hit the ground. There wasn't that choke with bitch. the rope. Yeah, yeah. she hit the ground. So her neck didn't break, so when they hauled her up, they she just... proceeded to strangle to death, which apparently was a process that took 14 minutes by some accounts. Wow. Uh, the state tried to cover up this fuck up, uh, but the news leaked out, causing further controversy and debate over the death penalty in Vermont for years. Oh, that was the, uh... But that's, like, someone's job, is to measure out the rope to make sure it's long enough, and they couldn't do that. I feel like what it seems like if that 14 minutes of her choking was, uh... Intentional. And, like, I mean, yeah. Maybe. Could maybe. be. But also, too, it just shows that, like, her feet was barely touching the ground. Like, she was still, like, maybe touching the ground enough to, like, live, but slowly... Yeah. You know, like, like basically, no matter which account you go with, no matter what, there was a fuck up. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So. Fuck. But, I mean, for a woman like that, for her to have a gruesome end, I'm kind of like, Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't want, I don't want her neck to break right away. I don't want to be fast Suffer, for her. bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. 
she's I can't even I mean <laughs> the mental just mind games that that lady plays with so many people oh yeah no yeah de- yeah definitely that blows me away god yeah Mary Rogers terrible but that is the story of Mary Rogers the murderer ah yeah I like that that's a uh, terrifying but uh yeah. <laughs> but very interesting mm-hmm. oh shit all right so on to another more uh scary topic as well Your mystery <laughs> my sir. mystery which is what's got me thinking because uh when i first did this i remember i wrote a paper in college about this one case in particular about why it wasn't anything supernatural and then I started doing more research about it, and I'm starting to see other, like, Why your topic wasn't supernatural? No, yeah. In, in a college, I wrote about this topic about how it was, like, oh, medical reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I'll go into it, it's about, like, medical or supernatural occurrences, and that's the argument about this case. And that's why it's so mysterious. And at first, I was, like, in college when I wrote about this, I was like, oh, it's for sure medical. But I started digging deeper after I started researching this topic for this podcast, and now I'm like, I'm torn. Because with the eyewitness accounts as well, it's very... And there's some mm. like, shady stuff. So anyways. So what is it? <laughs> my my uh, mystery is Annalise Mitchell. Oh! Yes. Okay. Yeah, so people oh, kind of right. know right. the, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of Exorcism, Emily Rose was yeah. based off this account. Mm-hmm. It wasn't... It was very loosely based off this account. Oh, like most Exorcist yes. movies. And so... Yeah. But the accounts that were, really happened really got me thinking of, like, holy shit, this could be, like, a thing... Uh, mm. So, I'm going to refer to her as Anna, or Anna. Uh, Anna was born in West Germany in September 1952 in a Roman Catholic family. She would go to Mass about two times a week, very devout, raised I, And Sorry, devout. is it just me, but with these possession case, cases, aren't, isn't it just because it's always Catholic? I know, right? Like, I mean, just... Absolutely. I'm so grateful. I, you know, I, know, thank God ba- I was raised Southern Baptist. I mean, yeah. I'm not now, but Demons I was raised fuck. that way. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, we won't fuck Demons with don't fuck with Southern Baptist, yeah, I guess. Not, yeah, <laughs> but uh, we don't have enough pageantry in our religion. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have enough dresses and costumes. Not and that draw, you know. No. Uh, so just an offering plate with twelve bucks. <laughs> uh, so when she was sixteen, she was that diagnosed with epilepsy. Uh, she claimed to have lost consciousness and recalled feeling like a force was being pushed, pushing her onto the bed. Like there was just a force on her chest, basically. Mm, sounds like a sleep paralysis. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and in 1973, Anna began to hear knocking around her house, a sound that was collaborated later by her three sisters. Collaborated? So this yeah, so people basically said, like, oh, yeah, this is actually happening. It wasn't just her oh, collaborated. Yeah, sorry, collaborated. Oh, my bad. I spelled that completely wrong. <laughs> I was like, collaborated? I so, they, so the bitches did it. Gla- no. Okay, so corroborated. It's the sisters. Mysteries, mystery solved. Uh, so uh, Anna would also hear a bunch of voices that would tell her she's going to hell and everything, and uh, her mother began to... Uh, but she's a Catholic. I didn't, what? She can't be touched. Uh, so her mother basically also claimed that uh, she would kind of look, look vehemently at religious objects such as the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. And her mother said that her eyes were basically pitch black at this moment in time and they would like shake her and then she would just snap out of it. Her eyes would clear up. And her like, oh, eyes, sorry. Like, like even it the was white like, part was It was like black? dilated, yeah. I oh, mean, dilated. It, it, I see, I they, see, they, I see. They use the term, you know, just pitch black. But I want to say it's just dilation in her eyes. Yeah. Right? Like I mean, that's color, just... Like, her yeah. pupils were so dilated that, that the color it's, disappeared. It yeah, looks yeah. black, okay. you know? 
I thought you meant including the white part, and I was all like, ooh. Mm. Yeah, well, that's what the that's what the mom's claiming. Oh, really? Yes, that I was should. all black. I, I'm thinking to myself, it's a little bit of pupil dilation. Contacts. But, yeah. <laughs> right. Did they have contacts back then? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Anna would also recount telling about how she would smell burnt feces and her family members would also talk about this, how this was a common occurrence in their household. Mm. And so this uh, was slowly mounting, basically. And so Anna base, uh, basically went to a doctor and the doctor prescribed her medication for epilepsy and everything. But the, her mother claimed that the doctor told her, like, maybe you need some religious help. Like, no injections are used for the devil. Later down the road, I'll get more into this. As but that makes me have questions about the doctor. Exactly. Too. Later down the road, the doctor even says he said that he didn't say this. Ah, okay. So it's very. There's a lot of conflicting stuff in this case, which I find very interesting. It's a lot of gotcha. he said, they said. It's bad because it turns into a court case. Uh, so in 1973, she was later taken to see a Freudian doctor that gave her a stronger medication for epilepsy. Uh, her parents immediately started seeing out like priests and everything to try to get uh, her some help, some religious help. Maybe they can do a little bit of both, something, you know, while taking the strong medication. Uh, in 1975, she really took a, like a nosedive. Uh, she began to get really worse as she reported to be eating spiders, licking her feces, not sleeping. Very just bizarre behavior. So then this is when... I, I Believe it or not, I'm actually tied between eating spiders and licking feces. I'm trying to decide which is worse. Oh, definitely spiders. I mean, ooh. Yeah, I'm tied right now, dude. And I'm I a wanna serious say... arachnophobe. Oh, no, Call so me prejudiced, but I'm a huge arachnophobe. Fuck spiders. No. No, I won't. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> no, I'd say licking your feces is about as bad as you can get. I, I I'd know, rather. I would what rather, kind of spiders was she eating? Was it like a full fucking tarantula? I mean, just whatever you see in the household. She had a knife and fork. Or I mean, <laughs> it was civilized how she ate it, oh, so God. that makes it a lot better. <laughs> oh, polite Satan is she, possessing my daughter. She had a glass of wine and she had a little bit of spider on a plate. It's fine. <laughs> it's a, instead of frog legs, yeah. it's spider legs. Oh, but uh, uh, so she also. It was reported that she also had this. Uh, really she was really strong like a very strong like, like satan she, strong like satan strong hell strong but so she was that's a barometer for sure <laughs> no that's up there absolutely uh she was reported to have like thrown her siblings like ra- rag dolls around the damn yeah. really she was bad yeah like she would be able to pick them up and just th- toss them across the the room shit so there was also an occurrence where she squeezed an apple with her hand and it just, you know, she was able to break it with her hand. Like One hand, it yes. Like just and I can't do that shit I, at all. No yeah. one can. No, <laughs> I mean, like big muscular men can't even do that. I mean, they do I that. Know. They, they do that thing where they like put that orange in oh, the place of their yes. elbow and then crush it with their forearm or yes. something. But not with their. I've not never with seen their, it with their hands. Hand. No. And she apparently did that. And uh, so they, their parents eventually found an expert on demonic possession named Frank, uh, Father. Uh, R-O-D-E-W-K. Redek? Uh, let me see. R-E-D-E-W-K. Where is it? Right there. Oh, I, I would say... Redek. Roduk? Ro- <laughs> yeah, maybe. Roduk? I mean, Roduke? your guess is as good as mine. Roduk sounds like a fucking... Just call him Ro. Spirit master. Hey, Ro. 
I'm just gonna call him father, daddy, if you will. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so uh, daddy. <laughs> so uh, this. I threw my sibling again. Am I in trouble, daddy? Oh, no, okay, sorry. oh, makes <laughs> oh, me skin crawl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay. Uh, so this this guy basically took it to the bishop. Took all of the evidence to the bishop, and the bishop said, all right, yes, this approved the exorcism for Anna. And uh, on September 24th, 1975, the first exorcism started, and they started recording sessions. And she claimed to be possessed by six demons, some of which were included Hitler, Lucifer, and Cain. Wait, Hitler? Hitler was in the in the process. Hitler's a demon? No. Well, Hitler wasn't a demon. He was a person. Well, he was an evil fucking person. evil fucking person. Yeah, but he wasn't a demon. People are saying that maybe he just was. Maybe he was a demon from the fucking start. Uh, That's what they were thinking. I know. I I'm literally just reporting yeah. what they say. Or you lost maybe, me a little bit. Or with maybe Hitler, maybe but, Hitler okay. was so bad, so atrocious. That he turned that into he, a demon? That when he went to hell, they're like, hey, you're a shitty fucking I, person. Here's a demon I card. don't. I don't think that's how it works, We don't though. know how hell like, works, though. Have you like, been there? Well, first of all, <laughs> I, in my personal opinion, I don't. it doesn't exist. <laughs> well, but yes. even if it did, like, I don't think that's how it works. Like, you, don't, you, don't, you don't get promoted to demonhood because of what you did. Like, no. I don't know, like, I don't know how hell works. Because <laughs> why, why is... Because there's, like, demonic... If you believe in that stuff, there's, like, a demonic... There's entities that are human and non-human. Yeah. And when you say non-human, that so usually you, means demonic. Do you believe that maybe she could be possessed by a demon as well as a very bad spirit? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, don't exactly. Know. So we don't know, you know, about all this stuff. So that's why I'm just, like... But the way she states it, too, and the way she screams it yeah. is very... Uh, so I'm going to re- play some of the recording... And oh, shit. Just wanna we don't need any warning. permission for this, right? What? We don't uh, need any permission. Not that I know. No, it's right? on the web. It's just out there for everyone. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. Gonna... If I get served papers, I'm handing them to you. <laughs> well, I mean, this is on the public record. Okay. It was in a court oh, case. Oh, okay. So it's okay. like, I don't think this is bad. We should begin. So I'm gonna. That's the music in the background. That's just the video. But you can kind of tell that that voice. It's. Yeah. So it reminds me of the vo- the demon voice that uh, Reagan. Absolutely, the Exorcist. It's a lot yeah. more harsher, a little more. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Yeah, right, yeah. So, so it, it it does not sound like a like young girl. It sounds like. Some... Do you know what she did? Right, panting daughter. <laughs> All right, and then she like turns her head. Oh, actually, there's a scene in the Exorcist. Sorry, tangent, but there's a scene in the original Exorcist that actually there's an image that freaks me out more than the than the uh, super famous turning the head all oh, the way around what is it and it's the one where she's in the middle of an attack and it's the one where she moves all the furniture to attack her mother yep. and she turns her head most of the way back yeah but not but not all the way around but just still enough unnatural for it to be weird. and she says that line and she's got that fucked up smile and i'm just that that fucked with me yeah. more than the cuz the the the, 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 ter- the head turning all around that was I don't know. By the time I saw the movie, I was like, okay, uh, obviously. Now you're just that, showing off. Like, <laughs> obviously that didn't happen. Like, but but the one where her head's like just a little bit too much turned and it doesn't look natural, that one creeped me out. Yeah. 
Anyway, go on. So, uh, in one in one of these uh, sessions, Anna claimed to be one of the like people that she claimed to be uh, possessed by was an excommunicated priest from the Catholic Church in the 1800s named Valentin Fleischmann. I don't know if I even said that right, but it sounded right. It sounded good. And I'm he, actually he was of, Catholic. He was Catholic. And he his was name a, was his last name was what? Fleischmann. Oh, Fli- oh, I thought you said Fishman. I was like, what? But why wasn't he Jewish? <laughs> Wrong church, buddy. But yeah, uh, that's why he got excommunicated. So he was excommunicated because he was drinking a lot. He had a history of sexual assault, and there was talks about how he murders people. Now this is all up in the air, but basically the Catholic Church didn't want this to be a really well-known thing for people to know about. So the fact that she knew about this was something that really that that was the convincing thing that these priests had. That were yeah. like, if they were already convinced already, that was enough because there was no reason for her to know this name and what he's done. Gotcha. So and she like knew down to the she detail. knew down to the detail. Ooh. Yes, and so uh, that was a a big thing for me when I because when I first did this case, I was thinking to myself like it was. A case of schizophrenia or some sort of psychosis, something science based. Yes, yeah. But when you when you start doing that shit and start talking about things you don't know, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the priest was in awe, and there was no way that she would be able to know these details from the priest from the eighteen hundreds. Uh, so therefore, the exorcisms continued. They went on. Symptoms position still showed. She began to stop eating, stop drinking. She said that the demons would not let her eat. She began to lose weight rapidly. Uh, and then she she was about 80 pounds. And she would, keep in mind, they would, this, her, uh, she became a lot more aggressive as time went on. So she was still so showed. This withered, wispy girl. waif of a girl is like Hulk. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's crazy. Absolutely. And she was, they had to tie her down and she was still being able to throw people and like push people back with great strength, unnatural strength. And, uh, but because of how she was not eating and not drinking by June of 1976, she was found dead at the age of 23, weighing 60, oh. 68 pounds. Damn. 68 pounds. Yeah. How did she like survive to that weight even? I, it's, Jesus. It's, it's. It's pretty crazy, and uh, starvation and dehydration was basically the cause of her death. Uh, So, she had basically 67 exorcisms in total. Yeah. She had almost 70 exorcisms? Yeah, because I guess with exorcism, it's not like you can't do one or two. I guess it takes a long time to sort shit shit out. It's not like the exorcist where it's one and done, and you can be like, like, leave. It's like rehab. You have to, yeah, exactly. It's like rehab. It's like demonic rehab. It's like, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm not an addict anymore. You're always an addict. You're just clean Exactly. It's like, no, I'm always possessed. I'm just, it's, it's, the demons are in remission. (laughs) Basically, Jesus. Really, though. 70. Yeah. And, uh. I mean, how did they have the staying power for that? Fuck, fine. There, I, I don't. There's probably like a case they've never really seen before, and so the last part of her life, Anna basically decided denied any sort of medical treatment and stopped taking her medication. And her parents and the priest were also kind of for that. They were just like, "This is probably something very unnatural. Medicine probably won't help." Uh, so with that, she was getting worse even with the medication. Yeah, yeah, okay. and she was showing okay. symptoms even when they like she was taking the medication before she was taking the medication. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was there was a like people would report that when this first started happening, Anna would basically 
she was uh, said to have told a doctor, like, please, it's nothing, it's nothing medical. It's something, something, something's wrong. Something supernatural is going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can equate that to hysteria. A lot of people can equate that to if you're having a schizophrenia, like schizophrenia, like you believe it's happening doesn't mean it is. Yeah. So people are saying that with this hysteria, she kind of had this delusion that this was happening and people were just feeding into it and it seemed like she had this delusion from the get-go that it's nothing medical, it's something supernatural. But, uh, so when the autopsy took place, and this is the kicker, Anna's brain showed no signs of epilepsy. It was healthy. Not even a microscopic <gasps> level of epilepsy was found. No, epso- no epilepsy. It was a healthy brain. Oh my god. Yes. It's and they were able to confirm that with the autopsy. autopsy as yep. opposed to just a diagnosis while she was living. Exactly. Autopsy. Oh my god. Wow. So, but Damn. with her death, this caused a lot of outrage. Uh... Her parents and the priest were put on trial for negligence. Uh, like they starved her to death or something. Yeah, and they, they they were the reason that she they were the reason that she didn't seek medical help and she wasn't in the sound of sound body and mind to make that decision for mm-hmm. herself. And it was their job to take her to medical assistance, even though they did. But mm-hmm. it was their job to keep her up to date with all this stuff rather than turn medical professionals away. Yeah. Uh. So they they were. Uh, there are a lot of conflicting reports. Like going back to the doctor, they would claim that the doctor would tell him that, uh, you know, maybe you should go see some sort of religious help, and the doctor later claimed that that was not the case. Uh, so it was a lot of they said he said type of thing. Uh, there was also some reports with the court case that the church, I mean, the court just kind of denied. It was kind of like that's you're getting ridiculous. It's getting because they submitted those re- recordings. What we heard back. And they also submitted that she was, you know, beaten up, had black eyes, mm. gaunt, uh, bruises. The doctor later said that she was she was doing okay when they saw her. When it comes to when it came to a physical, like how she, she looked, like she looked fine according to the doctor. Yeah, but according to her parents, it was bad. Now the doctor was claiming that maybe the parents mass hysteria. She's flaring, flaring around all the place, and they're you know amplifying this with exorcisms. She's hitting herself probably. So it was a lot of that stuff. And then but the parents claimed that the doctor saw this stuff go on. That's why. Mm. But the doctor claimed he didn't. So it was a lot of I don't know, back and forth. So the court didn't seem to take their case seriously. It was a lot of you're kinda kooky. You're religious kooks and it was they I imagine of, it was a a, a a case that ended up in a lot of the tabloids yeah, in the seventies. Yeah, absolutely. And uh it basically uh they even claimed that the priest who first saw Anna, who basically took it to the bishop, they claimed that he was showing signs of schizophrenia, even though there was really no claim. Like there was, he was never actually diagnosed, but hmm. he's, they said they, he showed signs of schizophrenia. So it was a lot of like it seems like mudslinging a little bit. Yeah, like no, it wasn't me. It was you. It's like well, now the girl's dead, so it doesn't matter what happened. Exactly. Now let's just play the blame game. Yep, and uh, they that the court basically ruled saying that. Uh, the her stop taking the drugs is what induced the psychosis, but their family. I mean, but I could also kind of see that too because of like you're on those medications for that defect, but you don't actually have that defect. I could see it causing some shit. Yeah, well, no, they said that since she wasn't taking it, it induced. Oh, the psychosis. She stopped taking yeah, it. since she okay, stopped gotcha, taking gotcha. it, if she would have kept taking it, the psychosis would have went away. Parents gotcha. claimed that these symptoms started showing up before this medicine was even introduced in her life when it came to the knocking on the doors the smells yeah, 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 you know yeah. the voices 
So the licking of the feces. Yeah, absolutely. And so the cru- the court ruled in favor of the prosecution, sentenced her parents and two priests to jail for six months and payment of all court costs. And yeah, it's a. Uh, it's one of those things where that's pretty much it. Like that was the end of it. They will never know what but, really happened. What really happened? Oh, but what's man. interesting in 2013, a fire broke out where she used to live. They didn't really find the source the of it. Yeah, the house still exists. House still exists apparently. And a fire where broke she lived, out there. a fire broke out. Cops said it was arson, but a lot of people claim that it was something supernatural as well. And this was in 2013. 2013. Who was pe- were people living in that house? Uh, no, I don't like, think so. Like, who the fuck would live there after Right that after happened? that kooky shit. Like, I'd be like, oh, so why is this house so cheap? Like, oh. Well, oh. by state law, I am required to tell you. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> All right. I know uh, We it. gotta leave. We gotta leave. I've seen these movies before. If it's not an old lady who died peacefully in her sleep one night, I don't know. I don't want to fucks with it. No. No, absolutely not. And so, uh, so today it is reported that one in every five thousand people will be affected by demonic possession. Wait, what? what is, what's one, one in five thousand? Yeah, that is the church. I mean, considering like, we're talking about demonic possession, that sounds like a lot. Yeah, to me. absolutely. It sounds like a handful, a good handful. They're, they're, those demons are busy. <laughs> oh yeah, snatching up Catholic girls and shit. I mean, hell must be empty right now. <laughs> they must be with, bored. Yeah, we must be, be doing yeah, really Satan's well. Satan's just down in hell. Be like, where'd everybody go? Damn, I, I didn't think we're that good. I didn't mean everybody go at once. Jesus, <laughs> I'm lonely. <laughs> but yeah, so that is the history of. And honestly, I don't know because I mean, for a long time there, I was very for sure that it was just negligence in the sense of like mm-hmm. you, it, I thought it was religious hysteria. But then I started looking mm-hmm. into it a lot more to like today, and I realized that with especially with the brain coming off as healthy, yeah, you know, and there's there's other reports of hearing people seeing or hearing some sort of supernatural knocking, things they can't explain, yeah, and people who are all basically saying like, yeah, this girl had crazy strength that. 60 pounds mm-hmm. it's very wow. you know it's up in that's, the air and you see kind of how like the court was and how the doctor was and it's just kind of like maybe maybe it's telling the truth maybe it, maybe the doctor was didn't tell them to go seek religious help mm-hmm. but we'll never know wow. i mean the court ruled it as negligence but yeah no, you know it's nothing well that's crazy i had no i mean in the movie she lives, right? No, she dies in the movie. Emily Rose? Yeah. Oh, I thought she lived. What no. am I thinking of? What movie am I thinking of? You're thinking of The Exorcist. Oh, yeah, that's right. She I did know. live in The Exorcist. Yeah, but Emily Rose, the Exorcist. they... Yeah. And in Emily Rose, I think they said that the pastor got sentenced to time served, so he didn't have to serve <gasps> that's anymore. That's the same one where Laura Linney was, was the, the lawyer. Prosecutor. Yeah, the prosecutor. Okay, or the, yeah, defend- yeah, yeah. the defender or whatever. Yeah. The prosecutor, defendant. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. She's in the court. She was the plaintiff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any of these terms. I'm not a paralegal, okay? Neither am I. It's fine. <sighs> but, but yeah. No, so- you're not. You, you said collaborated. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. My, my computer autocorrected it into a different fucking term, and I'm just like... And you just went with it. it. I just went with it. Never mind. It's I was two like, L's instead of two R's. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> but yes, yeah. that is my mystery of well, awesome. Emily Mitchell. Awesome. I mean, I knew Emily, the story of uh, Emily Mitchell, Emily Rose or whatever, yeah. was based on a true story. Um, yeah. And I knew that there was like some have you mystery ever seen, around the fact of whether or not it was Have you ever seen or, that picture? No, I have. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, 
Oh God! That's her mom. Who? Oh, that's her mom. Yeah, standing above her. Oh, so God. it's basically just for the audience. It's just basically her mom holding her head up and Annalise. It's a black Annalise, and white photo. Yes, is yeah. basically laying her down eyes and are her eyes are black, like black like, and gaunt. Like she look and her mouth is like it looks like a grin, but it's not upward. It's like a you like can tell she's thing. tensing up. Yeah. Like Arr! she's like yeah, you know, it's she's, not like a smile. She's like, saying some shit. And in this picture, there's somebody who has their hand under her chin, kind of. Yeah, and kind of grabbing her hair that, a bit. That person's an idiot she's she gonna bite him exactly. so no, easily she ate a yeah. spider she's no worried about she your fingers she licks her own feces yeah, you don't she's, put your hands she's in not there. scared of shit you're you, kidding you me get your, when she's you get your, if you get your nubs back they gonna stink <laughs> all right she's literally not scared of shit no but that's oh god mm-hmm. poor thing 23 yeah, too it's, it's a sad so case it's a sad case because you don't i mean i want to know what it was like i really do because i again i went back and forth and i'm more on the supernatural side now after the whole fucking thing yeah well my thing is is like i'm still torn 50 50 just because even with this new information because there's still so many unanswered aspects and questions that yeah i, I, don't, I don't know exactly or you know here's the thing maybe it's they they diagnosed epilepsy but it wasn't epilepsy it was something else something maybe serious. yeah and or maybe it was a combination of something else and possession or maybe it was just possession i don't know but yeah. it's that's what i'm saying is like i don't think there's a surefire way to know what exactly this? you know what it was or what those things were and in what ratio yep but yeah that was fascinating yeah that's uh that's very interesting and her real name's uh annalise mitchell mitchell yes okay wow yeah i remember that <laughs> no it's it's definitely a very fascinating case so she's got two first names yeah yeah annalise mitchell yeah i mean good names really it's like dylan brad <laughs> bob george <laughs> bob dylan bob <laughs> but Yes, so if that doesn't make you think about some stuff, I don't know what will. Yeah, no, I already freaked my own shit out with demon possession back when I was a kid anyway. Oh, same. I'm just, I'm... I worked yeah. my way up so much. The, the two things I don't like to think about too much, especially right before bed, is demonic possession and aliens. That freaks me oh, out Oh, I much. like to think about aliens. I don't, I don't. It, 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 well, I do like to think about it, and especially when I'm talking about other people, when I'm, I, I can't... But when you're I like... I can freak myself out. Yeah. And I'm just like... Oh, they're after me, these fucks. You know, or not even if they're like after me or get abducted or even... Not even shit like that, but, but just, just like... just the thought. Because I, I do believe that we're not the only ones in this vast you know unimaginably large space yeah I, I just think i just think it's foolish to think that we're the only ones yeah you know no absolutely i think it's very um, foolish we don't know yeah like as jody foster said in contact if we are the only ones it's an awful place <laughs> to space oh my god wait i love how we finished off like the episode with a quote from contact that is that is great oh, there you go <laughs> um no but very true and I, every time I wake up at three, three in the morning, now I don't do it as much anymore. But when I was a kid, I just like tensed up. I'm like, oh fuck, it's it's the witching hour. I yeah, know, I was to say three a.m. Three a.m. is like the witching hour. It's, it's like when hour. all the shit goes down. Apparently, of all the ghosts and ghouls yeah, but and, I don't know how much that's a, like an actual like old pagan rule or if that's a Hollywood well, rule. In, in a lot of possession cases too, it's it has been shown to be like that's the thing. A lot of like, possession cases in the movies, though. No, or? no, no. Like, I mean, in in actual. Oh, they're the dogs again. They're the dogs again. But in actual cases of possession, it is like there's been occurrences of people waking up every day, every night, or every morning, I guess, at three in the morning, hmm. before all this shit starts happening, and more and more eerie shit starts going down. You hear them knocking. You start smelling burning. Stuff it's like just, that. It, the 3 a.m. thing, it just reminds me of Amityville Horror. 
Oh yeah, that's such a mm. yeah. And that movie is such a that that story's all that's it's so all fake. fake. It's all baloney. The Amityville thing's all so they, fake. They got so much money for that, and they're yeah. like, you know what? Fuck it. We just moved into a murder I was, house. I was I was fascinated by the Amityville same yeah uh, story, and just wanted to, like and part of me like even though it's scary and horrible, part of me because it was so fascinating, like as fucked up as it sounds, wanted it to be true. And but the more research I did, the more I became convinced that it's like, oh, this is all. Fake. All these people are was, swindlers. This was for book deals. This was for movie deals. Oh, yeah. This was for. They were going fame. to capitalize on the tragedy of another family. Yep. It was just about and it's fame. fucked up. Yeah. Absolutely. So, if you're a big fan of Amityville, don't be. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, wow, that was really fascinating. So, mine is about a murderer. Yours is about a possession. It's both scary. Yeah, both week. scary this week. It's just... Next week, damn. It's not historical mysterious. It's, it's just scary like shit. Murder and horror. <laughs> Welcome to the Murder and Horror Podcast. No. What up? No, we, no, we record in the evenings and I won't be able to go to sleep afterwards. <laughs> <Just> historical Mysterious. <coughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. Any uh, any closing statements? Uh, We have a Twitter account. We do. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. You set up. Yes. Okay. So I do the Facebook and Instagram. You I do, do the, the Twitter, Twitter. So we got that. So follow us on Twitter yes. at? At historical M-Y-S-T-2. The number two. Yes. So yeah. it's Historical Mist 2. Or yes. you can just type in Historical and Mysterious Podcast, and that is our name. But uh, I also have the handle Historical Mist 2. Nice. Yeah. All right. Awesome. And then, uh, like I said before, you know, uh, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram. Like us on those. All this. Um, I like how we have all the social medias covered. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for taking Twitter because I just couldn't. Do, oh, no, oh. you have so much already. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like us in uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe yeah. on the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Love to it hear, really helps. Love to hear some feedback as yeah, well. Yeah, no, leave a comment. Give it, shoot us an email. I leave uh, our email address in the description of every episode of the podcast. So hey, you know, you want to. You know, send us an email about some extra information about the topics we talked about, or you just want to send hate mail to me because what I said about <laughs> gun toters, Come that's at us. Fine. Come at Please us. Please let us know. We'll debate. Yeah. yeah. What's up? <laughs> um, you can't send me anthrax through email. Ha! <laughs> you don't know our address. What's um, up? <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you later, guys. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. Bye. <laughs>